Wake up. Wake up. You ready to get funky? Good night this weekend, I think, if I can recall, recall correctly. Recall correctly. No, last night was not one of them. No. Okay, now we're talking about Izzy, not Charlotte, right? Correct. The problem is the problem child in your family right now is Izzy. Not yes. her fault, but. No, not but her fault. Is. I mean, it's just a but baby being a baby. Or it's Izzy's fault. Yeah, it's all her fault. Yeah. She's doing it on purpose. I don't know. Charlotte she called me, me the other day, and she's yeah. like, I don't like my sister. Funny, Charlotte yeah. called you. Izzy called me. Yeah. And she's like, Please listen to me. how I'm messing with my parents. Yeah, Izzy was like, Christine, Aunt Christine, can I move in with you? You get better gifts than Mommy and Daddy. Yeah. Right? <laughs> I think you'd give them up right now anyway, wouldn't you? Just for a break? Just for a week? Come on. Well, I'm giving up Charlotte for the weekend. This Are coming you? up weekend, she's going to Grandma and Grandpa's. Nice. Oh, fun. So Nice. So you get a little bit of a breather. And, and yes. we, you know, we focus on you, obviously, because you're here, but this can't be easy on your wife. No, it's not easy for either of us. Or is she actually just one of those wives where she's like, um, your baby is crying. And <laughs> no. then you're at the mall and uh, she's like, my baby is so cute. <laughs> and then Izzy's crying. She's like, your baby is crying. One of those parents? <laughs> no, no. So your beautiful wife, Brittany, is uh, probably just as exhausted as you or almost as exhausted? Almost as exhausted. It's not a guy this. thing, Christine. Guys are protective. You know, we're like, I got this, boo. I yeah. got this, boo. And after a while, you're like, oh, God, do I have this, boo? <laughs> Alicia and I are uh, messing around with our house a little bit, moving some stuff around. And uh, yesterday, we spent the whole day working on stuff. And I'm like, no, I can get this. And uh, in my storage unit, the guy we bought the house from had yeah. left a giant television uh, monitor, computer monitor. But it's like made for like a conference room, so it's not a normal TV. It's okay. like literally a, I don't know, uh Giant monitor. I don't know, fifty. Did, wait, so did he leave a storage unit with the house and said, "No, he have left fun, it on guys? the wall, more or less." And it's the heaviest TV. And that was the only time yesterday I was like moving stuff around, and I'm like, "Alicia, I need your help." <laughs> yeah. I'm like, "This thing is too heavy. I'm not throwing my <laughs> otherwise, back out." Otherwise, I'm a man. Yeah. Otherwise, I I'm. Got oh, this. I can do anything. Yeah, well, she owns a staging company. Alicia's yeah. a, a realtor, and she owns a staging company as well. And so there's a lot of stuff to move around, and we we're just moving things around in the house, and. uh the TV is just so heavy. If you need a giant TV monitor, Steve, it's going to the dump unless Norm or you want it. So, okay, you want it? It's a work. Fifty inches, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to mount it on your wall, be a giant computer screen. I like giant computer screens. All right. Well, if, I mean, if you really <laughs> want it, that means you have to come to my house and pick it up. Okay, I can do that on your own. I'm not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Bring a friend. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, okay. So uh, I was doing that yesterday. Now, Christine, I don't know if you saw it over the weekend. The Many Saints of Newark, the new, the Sopranos prequel. I did not. So good. Is it? Oh, uh, Alicia and I watched it on Saturday. 
It is so good. Oh, that's awesome. It is. Good to know. Excellent. Like, even Alicia, who's not a Sopranos, she doesn't like the, the show The Sopranos. Uh, and even even she was like, this is so good. Good to know. I will definitely be seeing that. Do one of the date like day trip movies or whatever. Yeah, there you go. I, I love doing those. Oh, I do too. Daytime movies? Yes. Yep. You get out, you still have the whole day, and you're like, look at me. I just saw a movie. For some reason. <laughs> you say that, look at me. <laughs> you feel oh, more. Hey, look at me. <laughs> I saw a movie. Okay, oh. is it just me, or do you feel more accomplished Going to the movie theater as opposed to sitting on the couch watching a movie, even though it's like that makes sense. You're still sure. sitting. I don't make sense. I'm more full, but yeah, yeah. Because you know, you got the candy <laughs> and then sure. you got the giant soda pop, and you got to. I used to work. Uh, I don't know if you guys know this or not. I don't like to brag. I was a uh, the primary manager for a movie theater back in uh, East Lansing. It's called oh, yeah. Spartan Cinema back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this right now: movie theaters make their money off concessions. Fact. For sure. Yeah, so like anytime I go to a movie, even though sometimes you're like, really? Six bucks for M&M's? I'm like, no, they need this, like especially now. So if you go to a theater, it's just best to not sneak in too much candy. Yeah. I mean, I mean they have the aroma of the popcorn for a reason, right? When you oh, yeah. walk in, that hits your face. You're like, I need popcorn. You should have seen me hook up my buddies back in the day when I managed giant garbage bags of popcorn for parties. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> what did you do this weekend, my dear? Uh, Not a whole lot. I took, uh, I had some things sitting aside that I needed to take to Goodwill. So I did that yesterday, picked up my new MacBook. Remember the one that I spilled coffee on? Yeah, yep. right here, yep. live on the show. Yep. It was awesome. <laughs> I finally ended up getting a new one, so I picked it up from the Apple store yesterday. Okay. Uh, tried out a new restaurant in town. That was really yummy. And did a whole bunch of nothing on Saturday, except nice. yoga. Like, I got, I was, a friend invited me out, and I was like, yeah, sure, maybe I'll meet you guys later. Nope. I was, was still in Haley? pajamas. Uh, no, it was a... A different friend of mine Guy from- I was still in pajamas Yeah he set up a group To go out mm-hmm. like A big group uh-huh. of people To go out She's for up to something Yep <laughs> There's a guy There's a guy no, Did he come over And put on his pajamas No Don't be weird It was a literally jam? A big group of friends And I decided Not to go out Because I was binging Good Girls on Netflix That's a great show Yeah That's a great show I'm in season two now Oh yeah you love season it season two Is the lead character Still alive <laughs> Really you should see her face. I know. <laughs> How great was that? Yeah. 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 You really? I didn't ruin it for you, did I? Sorry. <laughs> Someone did get shot, but he survived. <laughs> yeah, no, you're fine. The lead character doesn't die in Good Girls. You're fine. She's the lead character for a reason. Kelly Clarkson. Oh, oh Miss Kelly. She's so happy right now. Why? Tell me why. So you know her divorce. Poor, 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 it sweet has Brandon. Been a publicly messy divorce. Yeah, vicious, right? And he has been held up in their $10.4 million Montana ranch. He's been held up there, kind of hanging out. Oh, Back poor Brandon. Back in June of 2020. Poor, poor, sweet Brandon. He requested for the ranch and two other Montana properties to be considered, quote, marital property. Now, Brandon found out last week that it's not, and they belong to Kelly. <laughs> so see you later, Brandon. Yeah, especially after all that money she's paying him monthly. That's what he I was going to say. He can go buy his own ranch. Poor, poor, sweet Brandon. Please, if you can help him, he's set up a GoFundMe. How will poor Brandon live on $200,000 a month for spousal and child support? Oh. 
by the way, I don't Kelly. Know. How Kelly, do people live like that? Kelly has primary custody of both kids, but she pays them child support and spousal support yeah. of two hundred thousand yep. dollars. Yep. Like, she has primary custody. Uh huh. But poor sweet Brandon, if you could go to his GoFundMe page, <laughs> all he needs is about well two hundred thousand dollars a month if he saves for a year. What would that be like two point four million, Steve? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. So he just needs another eight million dollars really to buy that ranch. <laughs> so if you can help him get it, it would be wonderful. <laughs> now, think about this, Christine. Uh, Someday you want to be super famous, right? Okay. I mean, and you're I don't know about super famous. Let's say you're Kelly Clarkson, but a different version of her, because you know, you and singing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thank so, you for clarifying yeah. that. <laughs> Since you've been gone, you know, like, but someday you want to be super rich and famous, and you fall in love, and you meet this guy, and you get married. Can you imagine? Not signing a prenup, no. Having to pay him two hundred thousand dollars in spousal support and custody for the or child support, <laughs> and he's got, you have primary custody. No, he barely sees the kids. Can you imagine that? No. I mean, I feel like Brandon's kind of cool. I I don't know. That's just. I'm not complimenting he, the guy he, in that way, but I'm just saying. He got off pretty nice on this, yeah, this divorce. Yeah, thank. <laughs> Him and Dr. Dre's ex-wife. Are you? They should get together. <laughs> they should. <laughs> she could lap him without a shadow of a doubt. And Jeff Bezos' ex-wife. Yep. Oh, no, she's she the would, winner. Yeah, he's probably, she is. Yeah, he's probably going for her. But she keeps giving away money to charity. She should give Good it to Brandon. Her. Yeah. She could <laughs> Maybe buy... she should start the GoFundMe. Oh, if I was a billionaire, I would so buy that ranch, like, immediately. Yeah. I would just so buy that ranch just to... Just to get to hang out with Kelly Clarkson and laugh about it. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. Steve, when your wife leaves you, you'll probably have to pay child support and you won't have primary custody either. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Just in case you were wondering. Because he's the big bucks here. Yeah, he is. Mr. Big Bucks. Okay, look, today's text question of the day, and it, it, it's a fun one. It's an interesting one, though. Kind of makes you think a little bit. You can message via the app. It's a free download. Uh, obviously, text in the show. You can always call, too. Christine, what do you think is the biggest life gamble <laughs> you've ever taken. Uh, for ever. me, it was going through the four years of college. Cause so I originally was like doing pre-med and then I did all the courses for that. And my um, actual degree was in like child and youth development. And then I did all the courses for that. I did a bunch of volunteer hours, bunch of work related stuff. And then after college, I, I uh, took the GRE paid for the Princeton review to help me take the GRE. Well, I don't know what the GRE is. Uh to get into grad school. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I would never I couldn't even spell it. Yeah. So when it came time to actually start applying for school, I kinda had one of those epiphany moments and I was like, what in the actual heck am I doing? This isn't what I want to do with my life. And wow. then I gave up all of that. Everything? I gave up all of that and then one day randomly was like, I'm going to broadcasting school and I thought my parents were gonna kill me. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> I would imagine. And I went to broadcasting school and went into radio, and here I am now. I want you to imagine, if you will, Steve, her father used to say, oh, my my daughter, yeah, she's pre-med. She's going to become a <laughs> yep. doctor. Mm -hmm. Oh, how's your pre-med daughter doing? It's, what? Yeah. Who? Oh, I don't have what a pre-med daughter. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. You mean my daughter that does radio? You don't listen to me. She's not pre-med. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but you had that epiphany, huh? Yeah, it was just one of those moments where it was like, do I really want to do this with my life? I was sitting at my desk chair, actually. Oh, uh, yeah, see? <laughs> and you heard the voice of our Lord and Savior, and he said... What the heck are you doing? Yeah, you're, listen, <laughs> your patients as a pediatrician will still be taller than you. Yep. 
<laughs> you need to not do it. That's exactly what happened. Got it. So, yeah, that was my biggest gamble. Steve, what do you think is the biggest life gamble that you've ever taken? I'm assuming it's going to be this. Uh, mine's actually having kids, and it's paid off so far. Really has it? <laughs> Except yeah. for their sleep. The yeah. sleep, I mean, I'm, I'm, still, I'm paying still, but so yes. I, if it's rude of me to ask this, uh-huh. I apologize, but I, you know, I think I know you well enough to where I can feel comfortable doing it. Uh-huh. Planned? Charlotte? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know Izzy was, but planned on Charlotte? Yep. Yeah, uh, ki- kids were planned. It's just I, I had never prior to meeting Brittany planned to ever have children. I always planned to just be single and oh. not have children. I understand when you're with that right person. I've heard about this happening to people before, um, Christine, is that when you're with that right person, you want to see that version of them. You know what I mean? As a baby. Okay. You want to create a little version of Brittany. Is that how it was? Yeah. See, that's how I am with myself. <laughs> You just want a mini-me fish? I want a, a mini-me so bad. Just because I was such a cute baby, and I think something happened that morphed it the other way. <laughs> and I want to know what it was. Yeah. All right, text question of the day. What do you think is the biggest life gamble gamble you've ever taken? Uh, mine is going to involve, surprise, 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 Connie of Connie and Fish, who passed away mm-hmm. earlier this year on January 4th, of cancer. Uh, and it was, I mean, we took many gambles together. Many, 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 many gambles. Uh, but the, I would say the one that was the whammy was uh, we were working in uh, West Michigan and we were uh, working for a gentleman. Uh, we'll just call him Tony. I can't, I won't say his last name. And he uh, stole a bunch of money, still owes myself. And I guess he doesn't know Connie anymore, but still to this day, many, You'll many years later. never see that money. Never, never. Over 10,000 bucks each. Yeah, that's yeah, never going to happen. We totally bought into it. Then we were unemployed. And we moved to Detroit, and we lived in her friend's Kathy's house while we looked for work. Yeah. And we were super depressed, and we got super fat, but we pushed on through, and then we ended up going to Jackson, Mississippi, then Madison, and so on and so forth. So, I mean, it's just following your dream, believing in what you do. For sure. Believing in your skill set, sometimes morphing your dream. Sometimes uh, that's you have to morph it a little bit. Like, Mm -hmm. we were offered a sweet gig in Worcester, Massachusetts, where you would end up probably in Boston for a lot more money than Mississippi. But we were like, no, we need to go there. Because this is a smart move because we're going to beat everybody and I they're going to totally move us. I totally get it. Yeah. So when you look at what, like, the biggest life gamble you've ever taken, you could share it with us. That is today's text question of the day. What do you think is the biggest life gamble you've taken? And obviously, I'm glad with, other than the fact that we lost Connie to cancer, obviously, I'm glad that we took the gamble we did mm-hmm. and we ended up where we did. Exactly. Because I got Same Alicia. Here. <laughs> yay! I mean, because I got Alicia. Woo-hoo. Yeah, first there we wife, go. Yay! Yay! First wife. Yay! Text question of the day. Message now. You know, not a lot of us. Uh, some of us do, but uh, not a lot of us get to on such a high level go up against your old boss with your new gig and just beat him. And that happened for Tom Brady last night when they played the Patriots. From fifty-six, on its way. It is. The goalpost, no good. You can hear the doink. <laughs> Some doinks are better than others, but not this one. Unbelievable. I think it's like they're trying to tend. Trend. Doink. <laughs> doink. Doink. You can hear it. Some doinks are better than others. <laughs> <laughs> so Tom Brady and the Bucks beat his old team, the Pats, last night. Tom Brady, by the way, uh, set a special, another sweet little record. He broke Drew Brees' career passing record last night. Wow. Yeah, during, again, the score last night was 19-7. 28 yards more to set the record. 
Fires caught, and that should do it. Mike Evans will take it to the 15-yard line, and so on that play, over the middle for 27 yards. So here's the question I have about Tom Brady and everything, okay? He's going to break all the records. Yeah. Because he's he's going to be there longer than most people. This is true. If he plays to when he's 50, will there be any record, like, as far as yards that they can't break other than, you know, defensive? How old is he now? Is he, in, is Tom he 40? Brady? No, Tom Brady is 67 years old. <laughs> yes, he is. Yeah. It feels like it for he as is. long as he's been playing. Yeah, no, he's, no, he's uh, what is he, 44 or something like that? Uh, yeah, he's in his mid-40s. I'm not sure the exact. Yeah, he wants to play till he's 50, hypothetically. That's- Good for him. Hey, if you got it, go for it. Well, I love during that interview because he was like, if my wife lets me. And then he was like, I mean, my wife is supportive. I mean, like, I'm in control. But, like, if she's (laughs) she going to hear this? That's when you realize Tom Brady is just like every other man across the world. Afraid of his woman. (laughs) Hamburger. So have either of you ever been to Lithuania? (laughs) Just yesterday, actually. I flew back in. (laughs) I I don't know how the people are in Lithuania. I, I, I actually met a Lithuanian person once i think katya was lithuanian we made out <laughs> cool and, story <laughs> yeah or she was so she was something oh ukrainian yeah i knew it was an ian <laughs> it was anyway an ian. uh this guy this lithuanian dude uh had a kilogram a kilogram of nails screws nuts and knives removed from his stomach <gasps> by doctors boy what did you eat so he was eating them why is it uh, one of those strange addiction type of things alcoholic and he wanted to stop drinking so he so ate he, nails and screws. Yeah, don't know the rest of the story. Mm. Just wanted to throw out a don't. Like, don't. Yeah, it's a big don't. Eat nails and screws. Oh, my. Like, that's. it's a very, <laughs> very, very. <laughs> that's a strange yeah. way to prevent yourself from not drinking. Yeah, like, I don't know if he was like, hey, I, you know, boop, hey, I want to drink. I have to eat the screw. I don't get how that works. I, I've never. No clue. Punished myself that way. <laughs> yeah. People are strange. My favorite thing to do, Christine, is when there's some, I think I make it sound like there's some logic to something, and I look at Steve, and I'm like, so how's that work, Steve? <laughs> I got nothing. Okay. I want you guys to think about something. What TV, movie, whatever it might be, what is the scariest movie, like, with a house that you could think of? Like, scariest movie with a house, like Psycho, for example, right? I'm going to go with Exorcist or Poltergeist. Good guy. There you go. That's good, Steve. I'm going to go The Haunting of Hill House. I heard that's super scary. The one on Netflix, right? Yeah, it's one of the scariest things we've ever watched me in my life. That's why I haven't watched it. Okay, so uh, the housing market's really competitive right now. So when Danielle and Ben found an affordable home outside of D.C., they scooped it up immediately. Then they did a little research after they bought it. When our realtor called us and told us we got it, I Googled it and that I think I screamed. I think we definitely looked up whether or not like a prior possession was an escape cause from a house under contract and realized that it wasn't. Honestly, the first thing I thought was, oh, God, this is going to tank our resale value. (laughs) And then the next thought I had was. Maybe I better rewatch that, start learning more about what it is that we just bought. And, and also, I had no idea that that was even based on a real story. I feel somewhat ridiculous even saying this, but thinking about it and thinking about how it was a demonic possession was like, well, demons don't usually attach themselves to houses. And, you know, my house has odds of a demonic possession that are just as equal as anybody else's house. And to me, that that was always the scariest part of, of the movie, The Exorcist, is that this could happen to anybody. Yeah, you bought the no house from way. The Exorcist. Wow. Yep. Now, Christine nope. was so... Nope, 
locked oh. on that little segment. She was like trying to figure out. I was watching her face trying to yeah. figure out. I yeah. thought Amityville Horror for a second when yeah. she said historic facts, but then she said The Exorcist. That's the one, one I One of the guess. ones you said uh-huh. too. Christine. It's that spooky basement, and then yeah. the ba- and then her bedroom or those stairs when she comes backwards. Oh and then, yeah! Oh my god! <laughs> no way! No way! Moving but, out immediately. Like really, you would sell it possibly at a loss with I don't the housing see market how you, the way it is. I don't see how you could buy a house and not do research. Well, you especially don't t- if it's an older house. You don't typically Google. I mean, I will now, but you don't typically <laughs> Google you scary to- movies with houses in D.C. Well. Aren't like realtors supposed to disclose if there's been like a murder or if someone the, committed suicide or, or if it was made into a movie about the house, The Exorcist, right? or whatever, like demonic possessions? You're not supposed to. This is a beautiful Cape Cod two I story. I thought they're supposed now, to. Now, if you look at the patio, it's wonderful. Look at the view from this kitchen. Oh, by the way, upstairs there's a couple possessions. Or I'm sorry, uh, there's just a couple like uh, things that happen. Demonic. Uh, what are they called? Uh, possessions. possessions. Yeah, possessions. Just a demonic yeah. possessions. Just a couple of demonic possessions. But oh, look at the bathroom. Though wonderful, isn't it? I love the tile. Oh my gosh! No, Heck no. no, no. They don't have to disclose it. Mm-mm. Do uh, your research. <laughs> I hope. What's that? Unless you want to end up in a demonic house. I hope you end up with Christine in the house from. Uh, what's Please that? don't say that. What's that movie? The It with the clown. Oh, it's just called It. It. Yeah. I hope you end up in the It house. There is. Is there's not really an It house. I mean, it's though. just the kid's house. Oh. That he the, lived in, but, but the clown wasn't there. From I there. hope you live next door to a clown school. No, there you go. There that'll you go. never happen. You never know. Do your research. Okay. And then I'll move. Yeah, that's simple. <laughs> Christine, where is knowledge coming from today? All right. So I read that today is National Cinnamon Roll Day, National Vodka Day, World Animal Day, National Golf Lovers Day. So how about this? A bear playing golf takes a shot of vodka and then eats a cinnamon roll. <laughs> And knowledge comes from there. From wherever piece throughout that you want it to. All right. I learned something today. Every time I learn something new, it pushes some old stuff out of my brain. I'm learning. What did you learn? Ah, knowledge. Knowledge can come from a wide variety of places, including and not limited to a bear playing golf who took a shot of vodka while eating a cinnamon roll. Yes. All right. right. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So there he is, and you see him hit the golf ball, and the little drip of sweat slips into his bare mouth. He is parched. So he grabs the shot of vodka and slams it, takes a bite of his cinnamon roll, and you run towards the bear with your mouth and giant tongue hanging out wide open to kiss the bear (laughs) on the mouth and suck the knowledge out of him. The bear is shocked, but he holds you like a big baby. Because you're a baby. Aw, he's rocking And he kisses you back and drags his tongue about your face. (laughs) The saliva from the vodka, sweat, golf, ball, cinnamon roll dripping down your throat, doing a 180-degree turn past your eye socket into your brain, thus providing knowledge. Aw, this sounds like a cuddly bear. It must have been a cuddly bear. It definitely <laughs> must have been. You know, it's nearly uh, it's nearly Major League Baseball postseason time, so uh, this is worth a mention. The Seattle Mariners, 44, in the Seattle Mariners, 44 years of existence, they've experienced more ruptured uh, man's parts than uh, playoff appearances. Are you serious? What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's quite the record. More yeah. ruptured uh, to size. 
<laughs> if you make it sound Italian, it's not illegal. Uh, they have more ruptured doughs, five, than playoff appearances. Can you four. say it in Spanish? Nope. We got to stop right there. <laughs> okay. The Pixar movie, Disney Pixar movie, The Incredibles, seems futuristic, but it's actually set in 1962. I did I not know, know that. that. No, I didn't know wow. that either. Uh, the largest Japanese population outside of Japan is in... Uh, the largest Japanese population outside of Japan is in Brazil. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there are at least 1.5 million Japanese people in Brazil. The first Japanese uh, people actually moved there in the early 1900s for work, and future generations you know, have stayed there. No way. Yeah. Scratching makes you itch worse because it causes your brain to release serotonin, which Steve probably knew this, which increases the sensations all over your body. Sounds right to once, me. Once you itch one spot, another spot itches. Yeah, it's well weird. And then finally, California has a law in the books that says if a frog dies during a frog jumping contest, it cannot be eaten. Aww. <laughs> frog dies Ew. during a frog jumping contest. Have you ever had a frog? Did you ever I do that? I was actually just going to ask if you've ever eaten a frog. I have not no. eaten a frog, like frog legs or whatever. No, I never no. had myself. Never done anything like that. But I did used to do frog jumping contests when I was a kid. Not myself. I was a chubby kid. Oh, I thought you were talking about yourself. No. I could see you jumping like a frog. You want me to jump a frog? I, I, I jumped a frog once and then I couldn't Get jump it on over. video. I couldn't. Uh, I didn't jump the whole distance of the frog and I smashed it. Oh, poor frog. A flat frog is what we call them, like Flat Stanley. Remember that called, thing? Yeah. Called you Flat Frog? No, no one's ever called me Flat Frog. Has anybody ever called you Flat Frog? <laughs> I don't think no, so. No, I'm not a frog. No, it's our bouncy frog. Hamburger frog. Let's peep what's totes trending. Totes trending. Okay, so uh, this is a weird one. This is kind of political. Hold on a minute. Are you done? Yeah, sorry. She has been messaging all damn day. I'm not <laughs> messaging. I was looking Dana for the... about General Hospital. <laughs> oh, my god. I was goodness. actually looking for the gift for our rando. Like, seriously, Christine throws our rando up on our social media. She has been messaging Dana about General Hospital for 30 minutes. <laughs> not surprised. It's been five. <laughs> it's been more than five. And they started at like an hour and a half. He's lying. It's been two and a half hours. It's insane. That's so funny. Okay, hold on. Let's get uh, let's get into this one here. Uh, this is a really cringe-inducing uh, moment, actually. It's gone viral. It's a Senate hearing. It's a 75-year-old senator asking a Facebook representative uh, a question. You ready? Take a listen to this. Will you commit to ending Finsta? We don't actually do Finsta. What Finsta refers to is young people setting up accounts where they want may want to have uh, more privacy. Finsta is slang for a type of account. Okay, it's will not, you end that type of account? What? We've actually given them additional privacy options to address those kinds of issues where they want more privacy so that they can have more privacy. Well... I don't think that's an answer to my I, question. That's because that's not a real question. You literally yeah. said, can you end a slang term? Yeah. <laughs> what is he? I don't think I don't, he even understands no. what's going on. He doesn't. It's a Senate hearing. <laughs> this guy's 75 years old. He's like, somebody clearly was like, talk to him about the Finsta. Hey. <laughs> I was wondering if you could end the Finsta. Like, it was. it's one of the funniest things I've heard. I'm like, dude, you're going to get picked so on forever. Oh, terribly. <laughs> C-SPAN now takes you to senators trying to understand social media. Order! Order! 
Uh, the Senate committee would like to hear more information from you Facebookers and Mark Suckerpunch. <laughs> you youngsters with your post-it notes, snapbacks, Twitter storms, and boosters. And, and what's with all these impressions? In my day, if you wanted to see impressions, you watched Rich Little on Johnny Carson. My staff tells me I have followers. I turned around. I didn't see anyone. I'd like more information about the quick old ladies on Instagram. I believe that's called Instagram-gram. And that was C-SPAN's coverage of senators trying to understand social media. Yeah, like... I, that's At least a, that's more interesting than normal C-SPAN. Yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's actually a really good point, Miss Christie. It's a little bit more fun. Like, look, guys, if you're 75, somebody can... Somebody cue that person up. Yeah. Let them know a little bit. Finsta is not a thing in Facebook. It's actually, again, just a term. Guys, I have a question for you. Talking about kids and, and whatnot. You go to Steve, obviously, because Steve makes babies, right? I have two. Uh, you have a lot of dirty diapers in your household still? Uh, not as many as we used to because we only have one child in diapers. Okay, so police are looking for a guy out of Toronto right now who is accused of taking dirty diapers from a daycare. God, no, it smells like, like a used diaper filled with Indian food. So what I'm wondering is, they say the man went to the daycare multiple times to remove and take soiled diapers. Why would you do that? That is weird. I don't understand. That's he has a weird go, fetish, right? Well, no, I, ew, I don't <laughs> think so. I think you go to uh, you go to the guy with kids. Steve, is there something, uh, Christine and I don't know, do you a baby poopy powered power or something? No, I do not. Sorry. My power went out last night for about two hours. I mean, could I put that in my generator? I mean, I mean, you could try. Why it's would you probably be taking, combustible? Why would you be taking soiled diapers? Again, it's a weird fetish. No, it has okay. to be. Again, shouldn't shouldn't be saying that word right now? I think you can You're recycle them. I don't know if you get money for it. Really? Maybe. Wait, Look, say it again. I know you can recycle them. I don't, I don't know if you can get money for it though. Yeah, you Google it. Wait, can you recycle a soiled diaper, though? Well, yeah, I think so. It's yeah. just uh, soil d- stuff. Don't put dirty diapers in the recycling don't bin. Steal no, it. no, you don't put it in recycling. There's, like, services that, that have you do oh, that. Oh, okay, good. Can you type in your Google search? Because I already get into enough trouble for my Google search. Can I make money <laughs> off dirty diapers? Maybe that's why I did it. A guy from Toronto. He's accused of taking dirty diapers from a daycare. He's done it multiple I times. I love that you don't want it on your search history. Right? Don't put it on mine either. Yeah. For what? Fish searches under my name. <laughs> uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. You know, what was it last week that you searched? What are you was talking it like, about? Oh my gosh, what was it? Something about, is it cheating? It's always, is it cheating? <laughs> if Fish moves in with me, yeah. is he illegally divorced or just my side piece? Yeah, she wrote last week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she has a ton of stuff in here. Like, it's if you could check Christine's search history, it's really disturbing. Yeah, please don't search our dirty diapers sellable. Actually, he already did. Are they? Uh, there's services that, that recycle them, and then there's some companies that are uh, hoping to be able to make money off of diapers. I don't know if they actually, any of them do it right now, is pay it, for it. Is it a legit company, or is this like a black web thing? It's Christine. <laughs> Why is she like? No, does she? Because this it's, is strange. It's, you're in the can. I, I put. I had to put her in the can. She just wants to talk about a personal thing of hers right I now. I know. I mean, she keeps <laughs> going down the rabbit her. hole. You're not supposed to. Yep. Who steals dirty diapers. Yeah, you know, you're gonna stay in the can for five minutes. Aww. You're grounded. You're gonna yeah. miss me. I am gonna. I'm gonna miss you. What does that even mean? <laughs> okay, so question for you right now. Do you know what jargon means? Yes. What is jargon? Jargon is like a type of lingo or language, usually like 
certain industries will have their own jargon. Okay, so when I talk about uh, flirting with somebody, let's say that you're in radio with, like I know you caught up with an old friend over the weekend mm-hmm. in radio, right? Yes, so I did. Maybe you do a little bit of flirting. Like, check out this this video, the audio specifically, obviously from this video I found is so much fun. Hey, yeah, Natalie from accounting. Hi, do I know you? Chad from sales. Not to be like weird or anything, but you've low key been an action item on my list for a while now, and I was wondering if maybe like you could get a line sometime, maybe sync up. Oh my gosh, I'm flattered. I just don't really have the bandwidth right now. I'm about to pivot back to HQ. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, totally not best practices by me. You know, a lot of moving parts. No, no, no. I really do appreciate you reaching out. Just a lot of roadblocks at the moment. What if we put a pin in this and circle back next week? Yeah, we could totally punt this next week if you have capacity. I can make Tuesday work. Then we can touch base. Maybe even drill down. Was that like a innuendo or something? Because I would love to unpack your pain points. I'm looking for kind of an all-in-one product. Something that can scale with me. Well, that's good news because I'm agile. Great. I look forward to ID eating. Yeah, like this couple is clearly flirting using only corporate speak. That's hilarious. And I was like, could we possibly do that, the three of us? How would we do that with what we do? In radio, there's terms like there's something called a ramp, which is the beginning of the song. And if you start talking right when the singer, stop talking right when the singer starts singing, it's called hitting the post. And I'm like, you know, like I, I, I'm like, things about that, like what? Hitting the post while you got the bed underneath you. Yeah, there's beds. There's there you go, uh, the music bed, music beds, yeah. Stop block, which is stop block, which is, which bumpers. Is, yeah, bumpers, sweepers. Yeah. Yeah, forget about bumpers, sweepers, blah, blah, blah. Stop block. Stop block. Marriage. (laughs) (laughs) Is it right there? That's my marriage. We do have some interesting radio jargon now that we we say it out loud. Well, let's let's go ramp it up later, and you can stop block me after the show. Miss Christine. Mr. Fish. Question for you. What is the coolest thing you've ever found in your life? Ever. Mm. In the history of evers. This was a toss-up. Could it be an onion ring in my fries? Sure, if you want, weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> or the um, thing. <laughs> uh, this wasn't. I don't know if it was cool, but it was really weird. I found a pocket knife that was in the shape of a peanut, and I what? took it. Isn't and that I a country I, song. <laughs> I think so. I think so too. I found it here in one of our. This was years ago. I think it was even before we did all the construction in our building. Okay. And someone randomly, I went into a studio, and there was a pocket knife. In the shape of a peanut, and I took it, and I still have it, and I don't know what to do with it. Keep it. (laughs) But I still have the peanut knife. It's a memento of the construction because it's before the construction, so now it sticks in your head. All the the 13 months of H-E double hockey sticks Uh we went through and all that stuff. Uh Steve, what's weird? What's the coolest thing you've ever found in your life? Uh, I'm going to have to go with, um, so I have two musket balls from the Civil War. One I purchased when I was at Gettysburg. The other one I actually found on the battlefield. But aren't they in your wife's purse now? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying. So a California couple was vacationing in Arkansas, and they're looking around, and they see this thing in the state park. Noreen and Michael found something really unique. Moved a little bit of the dirt out of the way, and it was a good-sized rock, and there was no dirt that was sticking to it once I picked it up, so I thought it could be a diamond. You have a 4.38 carat yellow diamond. I found it hard to believe. No With two way. people who just wanted to experience yeah. digging for diamonds in a real diamond field. It must have been our day. Yeah. I'm showing wow. Christine and Steve the diamond right now. Wow. It is beautiful. It is probably worth a couple of bucks. A I wonder four, how much that is. 4.38 yellow carat diamond, Christine. 
Uh, how, what's the price on that bad boy? A lot of money. But here's my question. Here's my question about the 4.38 yellow carrot diamond that they found in the state park. Doesn't it belong to the state park? Why does it belong to them now? I don't think it belongs to the state park. Well, it's their land. I mean, it's a good question because, yeah. like with that musket ball that I found, you're not supposed to take those, but the guy at the visitor center said it was fine. Now, I will say this more than 250 diamonds have been registered at the state park in 2021. Visitors finding around two diamonds a day on average. What the oh, heck wow. are we doing here? Let's I go know, to Arkansas. Yeah. You want a road trip? <laughs> Seriously. After last time I hung out with you overnight, my wife says I can't hang out with you overnight without supervision. Aw. She talk- can come, too. Talking to Steve. Wow. Talking to Steve. We can all go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's one family person, affair. Back in the day, one person found a $150,000 diamond in the rock, Can you in, in the park. Can you imagine? No, that's crazy. Walking around. So if you think about the coolest thing you've ever found, just remember, there's a couple in California. They were from California. They were vacationing in Arkansas. Discovered a massive diamond of 4.38 yellow carat diamond. And now I'm kind of curious because I didn't even think about it until you said, doesn't it belong to the state park? I would think it does. But people are finding diamond two a day? Is yeah. that what you said? In this, yeah, two a day in this park. I'm kind of surprised with that, that the state park hasn't been like, oh, no, it's ours and we're going to invest it back into the park or right? something like that. I think that what they're doing is basically saying, no, like, you know, this part of the experience maybe they charge you or something 20 bucks but it seems dumb to me i mean how much is a yellow diamond worth i mean I, well I that know, one Steve. specifically says it depends on like actually when it gets cut yeah. essentially cut clarity, the, the clarity all that. and all mm-hmm. that different type of stuff anywhere from fifteen thousand to seventy-five thousand. oh so my type of diamond oh okay, <laughs> okay yeah just the casual cool. christine diamond Can you see christine oh this Nothing is only too worth, extravagant it's only worth two grand throw it back yeah yeah <laughs> Rando, text him, message over Apple, free download of Apple Store, Cristiano. Not long ago, I found out that my job is opening a new office in Florida, and they want to send me there in the new year to help get things up and running. I would likely be there for a couple years with the option of staying if I wanted to. I'm newly single now, about five months. We dated for two years. My ex-boyfriend and I didn't end on great terms and haven't spoken in four months. I do miss him. I've been going back and forth wondering if I should tell him I'm moving. Just because we didn't end amicably doesn't mean I don't care about him. Do I want to risk never seeing him again if I move without telling him? I don't want to have that what if in my head. I know I still have some time before I move, but it's been driving me crazy. Any advice from you guys in the click of six would help. Thanks. Wow. Okay, that's a doozy. So she's moving. Ex-boyfriend wants to visit ex-boyfriend for a little smoochy smoochy or something like that. Is that what I gather? Little smoochy smoochy or maybe just, I mean, she says, I don't want to have that what if in my head. So I don't know if she's like she's looking moving. for that. I don't know if it's like a closure type of thing. Oh, uh, closure. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. you know, just that thought in her head that she's might never see him again and she misses him. I don't know. I, I don't know if I'm the person to ask, only because I'd be like, no, you have no reason to see him, but then I'd probably do the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I remember I remember you with your ex, and it took a while to, to uh, it took some blockage on your part. Yeah. Like, hey, bro, sorry, but I keep wanting to see you, so I'm going to block you, no offense type stuff. Mm-hmm. Steve, what do you think? I mean, since they ended not on great terms, uh, I think you go back and look at exactly what you mean by 
not on great terms. And if there's anything that left a door open a little bit, yeah. maybe reach out. But I mean, it sounds like at this point, just move on. This guy. Because they didn't break uh, on, on, ter- on good terms. He would so be like knocking on the, I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> I brought you a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, see, that was the thing. Like, Brittany and I didn't end on bad terms necessarily. Yeah, I mean, it, it was uh, it was what it was. But, I mean, we still spoke. Yeah. Pretty frequently afterwards. See, I know that. Like, did you guys, you and your ex, Christine, yeah. end up on the pretty bad terms or whatever? Yeah, it wasn't the greatest. And we did the whole back and forth thing for a little bit. And then we'd fight. And then we'd not talk and talk again. And then yeah. fight and kept going back and forth before we just stopped talking altogether. So let's reset this a little bit. A member of the Click is Six messaged us via the app. It's a free download in your app store, by the way. And more or less, what they said was, I'm moving. Yeah. Is it from a, 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 it's from a girl? Yeah, she said she found out her job is opening a new office in Florida. They're going to send her there in the new year to help things up and running. It seems like she'll have to be there at least for a couple of years. Okay. Uh, she said, I'm newly single, about five months. We dated for two years. I still care about him. We didn't end well, but now it's going back and forth in her head if she should Man. reach out to him and tell him, like see him one last time or just go. I think she wants to hook up. I don't think that. I think there's more. I mean, I'm sure there's more involved and emotions involved, but I think she wants to smash faces with the dude. Or is that just what you would want to do? Oh, heck yeah. What would you do in this situation? Well, see, my problem is I'm like Steve that way. Every time I end a relationship, they usually want to hang out more with the ginger ninja. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, no, not really. That's actually not true at all. I don't know. I'm going to need a minute to think about this, and we definitely need you, the click of six, six people to listen to the show to weigh in. More next. Rando, texto, message via Apple, free download of an Apple store, oh, Christino. Not long ago, I found out that my job is opening a new office in Florida, and they want to send me there in the new year to help get things up and running. I would likely be there for a couple of years with the option of staying if I wanted to. I'm newly single now, about five months. We dated for two years. My ex-boyfriend and I didn't end on great terms and haven't spoken in four months. I do miss him. I've been going back and forth wondering if I should tell him I'm moving. Just because we didn't end amicably, amicably, whatever. Say that three times fast. Amicably, amicably, uh, whatever. Doesn't mean I don't care about him. Do I want to risk never seeing him again if I move without telling him? I don't want to have that what if in my head. I know I still have some time before I move, but it's been driving me crazy. Any advice from you guys in the click of six would help. Thanks. So, Christine, you were asking me what I would do in this situation, and I uh, I put a lot of thought into this one. I, I would just do it. Why not? Just see him? But you're going to hook up with him, probably. I mean, she sounds like she wants to hook up. Just My, like one last Well, not even little... to, But don't go with that intention. Because if you go with that intention, you're going to get hurt. Oh, for sure. You're going to get hurt, but it's going to happen. Just I can tell by the smirk on your face. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not uh-huh. sure. This is a very complicated situation. Someone said, be like Elsa. She was scared to do it, but letting go was the best decision she ever made. O-M-G. <laughs> uh, someone else said, girl, bye. Go and don't look back. There you go. Uh, someone else said, it all depends on how the relationship ended and why. But since she said it wasn't amicable, that she needs to pack her bags and hit the beaches in Florida. Uh, someone else kind of said the same thing. You have to ask yourself, why did the relationship end? Is it worth it? Uh, weigh out the benefits if you did tell him and the worst case scenario if you didn't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> this is it.
is what Christine would not do. <laughs> but you should. Let it go. You should let it go. That was that was a good point. Uh, no matter how much fun she might have getting in touch with him one last time, it's going to make it harder to leave. Leave with fewer attachments is what uh, uh, Brother in Pain said. Steve, would you move on from this completely and just call it a day because you know it's a terrible idea and it's going to screw you up even more? I mean, it sounds like if since they did end on bad terms, then yes, I would probably just move on. So you would... I'm fascinating about this. What's that? Is this is clearly near and dear to Christine's heart because she is so enthralled with reading the answers right now. You and I have had a whole conversation without her mentioning it. Like seriously. I'm just trying to see if anyone said contact him. I'm going through our social media and messages. I feel like this is a little bit personal to you, and I know you're single for a few months now. So I think uh, it's been a year. year. It's been a year. I've been single for a year. And why? And are you thinking <laughs> Which of reaching out? Which doesn't feel that way. Uh, no, I'm just trying to mm-hmm. see what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Someone said... I know why Christine chose this rando text, though, Steve. <laughs> why is that? She chose it because it's removed the five months, put a year on that bad boy. Oh, it's and a personal one. Yeah, Christine's like... <laughs> Similar oh, story. If somebody says, yes, she should do it after five months, then maybe I should go reach out to my ex because, you know, I'm bored and all. <laughs> Christine? That's false. That's false. Don't put words in my mouth. Steve, is she lying? You're lying. Yeah, you're lying. (laughs) (laughs) You're definitely. Okay, Christine, one last one, because you're obsessed with this rando text right now. I'm not obsessed. Really? Let's see. You you haven't looked at me in 10 minutes. If you haven't spoken in four months, what would the real point be in telling him you're moving? Hopes that he'll say don't go or I'll go with you? Do not tell him. Go to Florida. If he's meant to be in your life, he'll re-enter when it's right. Here's one that we got via our email account that actually says that she should. Oh, nope, never mind. It was an ad for some kind of socks. Nope, sorry, Christine. <laughs> I was trying to get you all excited and crush your dreams. There's this thing, uh, it's called teasing. And when you when you tease, it's you say oh, like uh, you say like uh, hey, uh, we're gonna talk about this. Ryan Seacrest is most well known for after Idol. the break or the biggest rose ceremony in history, Christine, on your show The Bachelor. Yep, that's usually how it goes. So one of the things, so during, uh, right before we played Dua Lipa here on Mix 95.7, I said, uh, we're going to tell you why in a minute. Today is my last day and Christine's last day here at Mix 95.7. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think it's it's definitely time to tell that, Christine. Yeah, why don't you, why don't so, you start, Fish? Here's what happened. <laughs> during the time that Connie of Connie and Fish, Connie, Connie and Fish got cancer this time last year, passed away in January. And during that time, Christine and I have fallen in love. So we're moving on. We're off. moving on. Yeah, we're going to move <laughs> We're away taking again. Alicia with us, too. We're yeah. going to be a throuple. Sister wife. No. <laughs> uh, look, in, in all seriousness, uh, it, let's, I'm gonna, we're going to start with you, Christine. Mine's pretty obvious, I think, mm-hmm. where yours is uh, kind of a fascinating adventure. So I today's. <laughs> I'm going to change my answer for the text question of the day, which is, which is, what it's is almost the, like we planned it. I know, right? right? Yeah. What is the biggest life gamble you've ever taken? Well, mine is about to be in less in a month. I'm actually actually a month from today. I've decided to pack my bags and move to Nashville. I'm just taking this life gamble. You know, I've been here for six and a half years and it's been amazing. Grand Rapids has been I mean, in so many ways, my second home, it's I'm... Without a shadow of a doubt. It's 
I love this place so much, but you know, reality is I'm 33. I've always wanted to live outside of Michigan and experience new things. I'm single. I don't have kids. I don't have family here. She's gone through most of the men. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Time so, to go through the men of Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, um, it was so random. It's not like this is something I planned. It was just, you know, I recently went to Nashville and something about it felt right. And You've I was been talking like, about moving, moving for, for over a, a year. Yeah. And um, I was, I happened to just, I was kind of scoping out apartments and there was one that was under my budget in West Nashville. And it was a Saturday night. I was like, nah, screw it. Let me just apply for this apartment. And that was a Saturday night. Tuesday, I get the, an email saying, congratulations, you've been approved. So I was like, well, I guess I'm moving to Nashville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I want you to think about this if you can. We're talking about how today is my last day and Christine's last day here at Mix 95.7. If you notice one of the names missing from this, the cockroach of the building. Huh? <laughs> Who? Steve. Me? This building could no. burn down. Steve St is staying. Steve begins tomorrow with his seventh. Uh, yes, this will be my seventh morning show. On the station, seventh show. We're going to talk to uh, most of that morning show in just a second as well. Uh, a, a gentleman uh, by the name of Joe, Big Joe, mm -hmm. used to be called Flounder. I hate people that use fake names. I know, right? <laughs> What's so wrong with that? Uh, but we'll talk to them in a, in a little bit. Uh, on another note, today is also my last day. It's definitely time for a, it's been a weird year. It's been a very weird year, and Connie passing away was put a lot of things into perspective. Now, you stayed a year for her as well. I asked yeah. you to stay. I know mm -hmm. you were going to leave. I don't think management knows this, but I know you were leaving in January or February. Yeah. And I asked you to stay and to give this a go, and, and I appreciate that. I'm very that. glad I did because yeah. I've had a freaking blast with you guys. She said fishing blast. Yes, she did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, and, and we're glad you did. Steve and I are, and Steve is obviously yeah. both have become family, and it's just time for me to have a a fresh start, if you will. A fresh start. Yeah. Fortunately, my wife is the number one realtor in West Michigan. She's Woo! easily available. <laughs> uh, I told her I'd say that last night, even though it's not true. <laughs> so I can live off her money for a little bit. There you go. Yeah, So, uh, but uh, honest to God, though, like for myself, like this is, it's weird. It is weird. I can't even yeah. imagine, like, like, losing Connie has been hard on everyone here and the staff specifically, but especially you. So the fact that, like, 25 years, you yeah. even came in and did what you did after she passed. And we had, you know, that whole week of tributes to Connie. Yeah. And yeah. you still come in here every day and say Connie passed away in January. Like, it's not man, easy. you're a trooper. I can't even imagine how you've done it this long. Thank you. No, Seriously, it's not easy. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, it's not. a lot. It's a lot. So uh, we are... Uh, extremely like uh we're going to do something special today again if you're just joining the party uh they actually management gave us the gift of a commercial free dance party to wrap the show up with in the nine o'clock hour we figured that's the best way to go is yeah. with the, the I, credit dance where party. credit is due that is the second in the past year that he has been here sweet sweet d our yeah. boss the second idea he's come up with that was pretty good uh-huh <laughs> Nailed it. The first was us staying a little longer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. And Steve, you are staying. And, yes. and I, I know that you've hung out with uh, Joe and Wendy. Yep. Wendy, we've all, everybody knows a little bit of Wendy. Mm -hmm. But uh, you've hung out with Joe and Wendy a little bit more. And we're going to talk to them in just a second. So your new guy. Yeah. Your new guy. My new boss man. A little smaller than me. <laughs> he weighs less than I do, and they call him Big Joe. That pisses me off. <laughs> all right, that's next. We're going to introduce you to your new morning show here for Mix 95.7 next. We're going to talk to Joe and 
Wendy, the new your new show here in just a sec. Tank, what's up, man? Hey guys, hey, good morning to y'all. Hey, I just wanted to give a quick call for the for uh, the Click of Six members and say uh, thank you for everything that you've done, especially over the past year. I know it's been in- emotional uh, and physically traumatizing, and I just want to say thank you for powering through. Thanks, brother. And uh, we it. wanted to wish you all the best. Uh, for your future endeavors. Thank you. Um, Christine, you're absolutely going to love Nashville. Thank you. One of the best cities in the country. And uh, Fish, all I can say is if you're living off of your wife's stuff, I can see a D-I-B-O-R-C-E in the future. <laughs> Hamburger. That's what I'm hoping for, man. He calls her his, his yeah. first wife for a reason. I, if, I, if I can divorce Alicia <laughs> when she makes all the money, I get alimony or maintenance. Isn't that how it works? Hey, Jessica, what are you wearing? Hi, uh, tank top. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Hey, uh, Jessica, <laughs> what, what can we do for you today? Uh, well, I'm honestly sad that that's the last time you're ever going to ask me what I'm wearing. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Don't message you uh, yeah. outside of here I am, and I, ask you every day if you want. I do have the social medias. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm so happy for you guys to be Thank moving you. on and doing other things. But also sad, I've listened to you for years. Listen to you fish with Connie, Christine. I listened to you after they were done, and I'm just I'm happy, but I'm sad. But I'm like I said, very happy for you both, and I hope you both both do great things. Thank, Thank you, you Jessica. Jessica. You know, and, and I really you're do. Welcome. I really I do appreciate it, and the fact that you're in just a tank top is wonderful as well. Uh, it makes ninety five seven. What are you wearing? Oh, I'm dressed for work. I'm working at home. Hamburger, comfy um, pants, and a nice baggy sweatshirt. Yes. <laughs> I just want to say I'm really sad that you're leaving. Um, you guys got me through a tough time because after Connie got diagnosed with cancer, shortly after that, my dad got diagnosed with cancer, and he's still fighting. Is this so sorry. Is this Lydia? Yes, it Hi, is. Hi, Lydia. We've talked to you before. I hope you're doing well. I'm doing great. Um, I'm really going to miss you guys. We're going to miss you, too. Um I hope you well on your both of your guys' endeavors. I'm going to miss you, you terribly. Um, well, I miss Connie every day. Oh, honey, that's wonderful. Trust me, she misses us, the, the click of six, all the people listening. And, uh, and I really do appreciate it. Lydia, I do want to remind you, if you want to visit Christine, if you're ever in Nashville, as long as you're 18 or older to get into the club... <laughs> She'll be. Uh... Oh, I'm well over 18. Okay, well, just so you know, we'll have you can... a party, Lydia. Yeah, you come can... visit me in Nashville. You can talk to her in a back room for 10 bucks uh, for a song. Okay, <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. Joe, we got to go to break quick. I'm sorry, we're getting thrown for a little bit of a curveball. Okay, but... yeah, it's the most calls we've ever gotten. I mean, this. <laughs> you know, I- I'm surprised they even let us go on the helm of the show just then. But I do want to talk to you a little bit more here. Okay, a-, a man they used to call Flounder. Big Joe show starts tomorrow. Here on Mix 95.7. I'm excited. With an old friend of yours and an old friend of ours, Wendy, as well, right? Really, really old. Yeah. Like yeah. a long time. I thought you were calling me old. Well, <laughs> technically, yes, that's true, too. Now, Wendy, <laughs> Wendy's been in the building a lot longer than uh, all, of all of us, really. You've you've done everything from next door with Freebear and Hot Wings to running the internet here in this joint, right? Yep, I sure have. So I've kind of been all over the place. Why not go full-time, uh, part-time, or whatever time mornings you're doing instead <laughs> throw that in there? <laughs> Who's been here longer, you or Steve? Uh, We started right around the same time, but I think I've been here a little bit longer. Steve is honest to God when I say the cockroach of this building, Joe. He just, he never leaves. He always stays because he does. He's the guy. He does everything. It worked with Brittany. 
That's he true. never goes. No. <laughs> These people are messaging. This is not a joke, by the way. This is, uh, you're saying, what about Steve? Steve is staying here. He's going to be with the Joe Show. The Big Joe Show or the Joe Show? It's Sorry. the Big Joe Show. Hopefully, I'll lose some weight. We can rename it later. But... Dude, do you like being called Big Joe? Because, like, my brother or my uncle will call me, hey, he'll go, hey, big guy, how you doing? I'm like, <sighs> it depends, I think, on the context. But, yeah, Big Joe, hopefully more than just the actual weight. I am trying to lose that. But no, I like it. It's personality, yeah, kind of who I am. Weight's a B, isn't it? Um, it is. I know. It's heavy. I'm trying to drink, like, half my body weight in water now. I was reading this Tom Brady book. It's a so lot of water drinking, when you're really fat. Yeah, half your body weight in water? I got to drink, like, 200 ounces of water. If I drank half my body weight in water, I'd have to drink half a kiddie pool a day. <laughs> It would be absolutely nuts. Okay, I want to talk more to Joe and the Big Joe Show and Wendy. We're going to talk more about that next. Again, in case you're new to the party, we have a big commercial-free dance party coming at 9 o'clock. And today is our last day here doing mornings on Mix 95.7. When I say our, I mean Christine and I, not Mr. Steve. Steve will be here. Who never, ever leaves. Nope, I never leave. And you've been very busy in the back talking to people on the phones. Yes, I have. All right, well, send all of our love, okay, buddy? Okay, I will. More with Big Joe next. Text question of the day, Christine's coming up here in uh, just about five minutes or so. What do you think is the biggest life gamble you've taken? Now, uh, Joe, Big Joe, the Big Joe show starts tomorrow. Christine's answer for the big life gamble is the fact that you are moving to Nashville. In one month from today, I am, yeah, I'm out of here and I feel very bittersweet about it. I'm excited for... The next chapter of my life, but man, I'm going to miss Grand Rapids like no other. Now, Big Joe, I know you've taken, uh, much like I have in my career, you've taken a lot of gambles. My last day is today as well. You'll, yeah. you, you'll begin tomorrow. Uh, think about that, a big life gamble you've taken. I know a big life gamble, you just showed me a picture of your beautiful wife. I know one she took. <laughs> what, what would that be? <laughs> what, what, what would that be, Fish? Uh, just to, to, be, to be with someone as... As handsome as I am? Quick-witted. Oh, yes, of course. Don't you, don't you love it when people compliment everything but your looks? But your looks, like, yeah. Oh, you, except your eyes. Yeah. Oh, you have wonderful oh, eyes. Oh, handsome. I'm very Boy, handsome. You're so quick-witted. You have such a thoughtful heart. And you're like, they're just, they go all around, but He's your caring. Looks. He's caring. People yeah. will do that with babies, too. Oh, your baby's breathing outfit yeah. is so yeah. cute. Those shoes. <laughs> Steve, people do that with your baby? I think you have a beautiful no, my baby. No, your baby's, adorable. Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> they always tell them. I can't wait I to see like Steve's uh, wife and the babies. Oh. I, I, you put the wife first. You should say the babies, then then the wife. Well, Why? that's what I meant, you know. <laughs> yeah, his wife's hot. Well, I mean, she, I assumed, helped make the babies, so. <laughs> yeah, she, she definitely kind of did. Kind of an important part the of the process. Although Izzy is questionable as to who the dad is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. There is some question there. Wow, she looks a little bit more like the Ginger Ninja fish. <laughs> she looks a lot like the, fish. It's weird. It's, is that part of the show deal? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> they were like, fish, we're not going to give you money, but we'll give you Steve's wife and the baby. It's not a bad he took it. It's fair. <laughs> text question of the day is next. We're going to do the text question of the day here in just a sec. I think that we need to remind you again, if we can, please, if you uh, just got to the party, today is my last day here at Mix 95.7. Uh, today is Christine's last day doing mornings here at Mix 95.7. She'll be doing the throwback lunch today today, and maybe later this week or not. I don't know. You, Probably not. You say no, but you told them you would. I mean, he said like, it's wait, up to me. On. Wendy, were you in the meeting when Christine said she would? Yeah. Steve? Yep, 100%. Okay. okay. Locked wow. into it now. Yeah. Wow. But they, she's right. They did say that it was up to her. But, do it, but then she said, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> yeah. No, I just said, okay, 
And I don't know. It'd just be weird to do it for the rest of the week when I already I said know. my goodbye. Let me look back to minutes from the meeting. meeting. I don't know any company with that mind you keep on working after you left. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So fine with that. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't want to do it. Either way, yeah. you're going to hear me for sure during the throwback lunch today. Okay, so Big Joe, let's talk about you. You got the Big Joe show starts tomorrow. Tomorrow morning. If I can push all the buttons. I got to be honest with you. I think the first like month or so is going to be pretty crazy. Why is that? I don't, I don't know how to do anything. I don't know okay. how these buttons work. I'm, I'm watching you. I'm not checking out your stuff. I'm just watching all the buttons you're pushing. I'm telling you, it's okay. Christine does it all the time. It's like, it seems like, it's like I'm like a Ken doll. They're both eye level, so. Yeah, I know, right, when she's standing. Uh, so, yeah, there's a, it's a lot. It's funny. So Connie of Connie and Fish, who passed away in January of last year, uh, and actually, Yaya is a member of the Click of Six. A Yaya. big member of the Click of Six. Yaya, I'm, again, when you say big, you mean like... Uh, like she's she's like number one in Click of Six. Oh, she's got that booty. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Hey, Yaya. I know all the secrets. <laughs> yes, this is Yaya from Ohio. Yaya, what can we do for you today, my love? Comfort me, because you guys are leaving. Wait, did you say com- I think she said comfort, comfort me. me. Oh, comfort me. me. Oh, I, I, I didn't know. I That's was like, how they speak in Ohio. Well, did you hear? My, well, my family's from in Ohio, and okay. Yeah. <laughs> my mom like, and grandma are down there. It sounds like uh, comfort me. Yeah, which yeah. I'm pretty capable of doing. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> one of the best. Too. Good yeah. Yeah. One. Wait, yeah, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Um, Fish and Christine, you have to give him a crash course on understanding me. No. <laughs> How much time does that take? Yeah, it won't take too long. It's pretty simple. I well, mean, she, she, it took fish three years, but let's see how it goes for you. I'm sorry. Not at all. I think she just said, "Did you say you want to have beers?" No. Sure. Yes, that's exactly okay. That's what I thought. Oh, okay, okay. I never really understood her well. It took him well. three years. Oh, see, I don't speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's in Ohio. See, this see long... he's still trying, but I have faith in you um, that you will understand quickly. Um, yes. Christine understood me. Connie did. Steve. Wendy Steve understands does. you. Wendy's been in this company a long time. I do. So uh, Wendy's been here as well a long time. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for the call. We, we're supposed to be doing the text question of the day, but uh, the, we have a uh, Sammy's on the phone with us right now. You are on the voice changer, by the way. Hot dog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sounding good. Hot yeah. dog. What can we do for you, Sammy? I am like. I don't know. I, I, I don't know what to do. What do you mean? You guys are going to be gone. Yes. Well, I mean, the, in this wonderful world of technology, it's hard for us to be completely gone, isn't it, my friend? True that. True. Very true that. Uh, yeah. But if you will, I, I will tell you this. I've gotten to know Joe a little bit uh, over a, a very long period of a, probably, I would say, a total of 47 minutes. At least. And Facebook, too. Yeah. And Facebook, I, he showed me that he has it, and then he never added me. Even though he said, well, he would. you know, sometimes that's all it takes for me to be the woman too. To uh, yeah, anyway, Joe's a man, but that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, my voice yeah, will yeah. drop one day. It'll happen. Well, yeah. well <laughs> I'll tell you this, my friend. Uh, thank you very much for the call. And uh, I do want to. I, I want to do the text question of the day. I want to share the answers. I want to do the top five ish. We have a pop up dance party. I'm kind of saying let's leave it up to Steve because he is the only. Steve is not leaving. Steve Correct. is staying here. Are you happy about that, Steve, by the way? Yeah, I mean, obviously. The reason, I, I mean, I'm happy I'm staying 100%, but I mean, it's still sad. I, I've been working with these guys for so long. You it's know? been a traumatic year on us. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's been it's, a long couple of years with COVID and everything. And, yeah. and, and if just... you look at the building, like, uh, for example, Wendy, 
uh, was very, very close with Connie. You were very good friends with Connie. Your husband is very good friends with Dan. They have a bromance. They have a bromance going. And so when you have that impact come in, Joe, and you're walking in and like, excited to be back here in West Michigan. From here, used to be called Flounder. The Big Joe show starts tomorrow, but Big Joe is Flounder. He was one of those weird radio guys with fake names, but now he's got a normal one. Yeah, I don't know who actually would actually go in there and do that. I hate right. those people. Weird. Oh, my I, God. Well, hate's a strong word, but there's a disdain for it. Sorry, disdain. <laughs> yeah, loser. Oh, it's almost odd, you know? He's like, why can't you just go with your real name? Like, I made Wendy show me her idea. I'm like, really? Is it Wendy? That's kind of, that sounds like, like a fake radio mm. name. But it has been a very odd year here. Like, I mean, yeah. somebody messaged in, if you're new to the party, this isn't a stunt. This isn't a trick. We're not playing that radio gig. It's fact. This is our last day today. And uh, Wendy, explain kind of the impact that the loss of Connie when she passed and being diagnosed last year during COVID with cancer. So people didn't really get to see her anyway. Yeah, it was it was a lot. It was it was, you know, she got sick. And, you know, of course, at first you, you, you hold out hope that, that everything's going to be great. And then as things started to go on, you know, that last show that she did when she called in, um, I didn't think that was going to be the last time that we were going to hear from her. No, I didn't either. We were supposed to do one from our house. I really didn't think so. Yeah. And, you know, just. We may have something special planned with that, obviously, but go yeah. on. Um, yeah. So, you know, once w- w- the whole her dying, I it just. There's something, I mean, you have talked about it where, you know, going on the, going on the air the next morning and having to, you know, announce to all of West Michigan that, you know, she was gone. Having to, for lack of a better term, write an obituary for her. That's what your job was. That's yeah, what that's, my job was. That's literally what, and then she had to have it approved by Dan, and there's a lot... You know, because that's what we do. Right. And Connie knew that, and Dan knew that. Yeah. It was just, I never foresaw myself doing that. Um, because I never, I never saw my life without Connie in it. Yeah. No, I understand that. You know. Yeah, I, I agree. We we just uh, we had big plans. <laughs> we uh, did. <laughs> uh, with the syndication and everything. So okay. So the Big Joe Show starts tomorrow, and this being our last day, this is such an awkward thing. It's so fascinating to do because it never Christi- happens anymore. No, and it's good, and, and it is good that they're letting us do this, and it's good that I think we're doing this for them, frankly, yeah. because it's it's. Uh, it's a double-edged sword. I would have preferred if they just blew me out. <laughs> honestly, honestly. Well, but it's easy to say when you got, you know, your wife's the number one realtor in West Michigan. Well, exactly. Yeah. I'm so independently that wealthy net. Yeah. with that. With, with, yeah, if anybody needs a realtor. No, but in all honesty, think about it. If they had just said, Fish, you're, you're done, goodbye. But they said, we, they being management, and this is true, said, specifically Sweet Sweet D, who's usually a little bushy, frankly, but he said... We uh, we owe this to the listeners. They have gone through this with you. We trust you. We want to let you do this. And I, I said, uh, you don't have to. I, you can let me go. You know, they told me you were coming in. They were transparent. And uh, they, you know, and I said, you don't have to do this. And they said, no, we want to do it. And we want you to, uh, you know, be able to thank the click of six people from us and from them. So, and, they, and they've been very open and honest about that, haven't they, Steve? Yes, they have. Steve's the only one that can really answer that because he still needs a job. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I swear. He's so open, so honest. Bad. Yes, yes. It's been of like a glass door. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. It's like a glass door. Mm-hmm. Everything okay. transparent. So tomorrow morning, the, the Big Joe show starts, and it's going to be what it's going to be. 
it's going to be, I mean, it's a work in progress. Wendy is uh, doing 100 jobs, as, you know, yeah. typical Wendy. So she's going to be hanging out with me as, as we get things going and try to figure things out. It's just, uh, like I said, if I can figure out how to hit all the buttons, that's going to be half the battle. Brother, I, I'm not even kidding. Like, I, I, we'll see what we'll do. But I I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to, I just want to start connecting again with West Michigan. I was yeah. here for seven years. I I have some, like, lifelong friends, family. Everything is here. Uh, they're the reason I moved back to West Michigan. Yeah, I didn't know how deep you wanted to get into that. No, I, you want to get deep? No, I do, brother. <laughs> it's, I want, look, at the, look at the logo on the wall. I've been deep for a year. Yeah, no, well, like I can go as deep as like, you want. Bro. I think it was your, your text question earlier, or something, or, or biggest risk, or and I've done life a lot gamble. of life gamble, and I've done a lot of dumb things in my life. But uh, the, the gamble I, I would say taking is, I, I didn't get fired. The job before I got fired, but before I came here, yeah. I resigned my position. And uh, the reason I I wanted to uh, to come back home is because obviously everything going on behind the scenes, the opportunity for this, but. Uh, you know, life happens. And uh, my dad, when I was 21, first time I, I actually worked full time in radio in Grand Rapids when I was at that country station Thunder, my uh, my dad passed away right when I turned 21. Sorry. And now, thanks. And my, my mom now is getting up there and my grandma's 80 something with COPD. And my mom, my mom told me recently, uh, I hope this isn't a HIPAA violation, but just that, you know, her, she got heart disease. She's yeah. probably going to be doing, you know, close to being on dialysis eventually. That might, it's she's, not a HIPAA violation because okay. you're not a doctor. There we go. No. Yeah. But I do take prescription medicine. So. Yeah, you do. But uh, just being closer to family, I, I guess after losing family myself and going through that, I've realized all the things I was chasing and going after. Whatever that would be, yeah. not fame, but money and opportunities and all that. It's a drug. Family, Radio's a drug. Family is what matters. Yeah, it is. And on the sad side of that, there's also the positive side. My brother Bob, which I wish you would have said the same city, he lives in Lansing. I grew up in the Lansing area. My parents could never afford to live somewhere wealthy like Howell. So yeah, it's, it's a very interesting town. Yeah. But uh, I just I just found out recently that I'm going to be an uncle. My brother and uh, his, oh, yeah. uh, his wife are uh, having plump, a kid. Plump with fetus. Yeah, she's pretty good looking. She's. Skinny little bean pole, but there's a bump in the middle. Nice. So I like think it's it. His. Most likely his. <laughs> Most likely. Kind of like a Steve situation. I know. Hey, Nicole, you want to make a baby with Big Joe? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like my wife, Lindsay. Okay. okay. What can we do for you, Nicole? So my daughter heard that, that today was the last day, and she's like, Mom, you have to do it. Because every time we've called in, um, I was like, I'm going to mess with fish. Okay. I was like, I'm going to mess with them because you can't whistle and you can't snap. You can't what? You can't whistle? You can't? Oh, I can't whistle. I can whistle. You I can't, can't whistle. whistle? I can't snap. Can yeah, you snap? You oh, man, I thought it was a fat guy thing. <laughs> Wait, I, I thought know. you said I wasn't fat. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I didn't know you're not. Wow. Like, Couldn't go the whole show. My daughter was like, you got to call in and you got to snap, Mom. You got to you gotta mess with Steve. Oh, fish. fish. Okay, great. <laughs> go ahead. Let's hear you snap a little bit, Nicole. I really thought it was a big fingered thing. Is it could you do have baby fingers, Joe? I, listen, I do not have baby fingers. I'm insecure as <laughs> Thank it can you, be, Nicole. but I got no, it. Joe's got like, I swear, Joe, Joe could wear those. Uh, in Japan, they just came out. They're making those. Have you seen those? No, what? Socks for your big toe. You can wear those as mittens. You have little tiny hands. <laughs> no, put, put your hand up to mine. No, I'm not, not going to do it because yours is bigger than mine. Okay. Hey, Kara, what are you wearing? Hey, um, I'm wearing a tank top and jeans. And some nice. What can we do for you? I just wanted to say that we're really going to miss you guys so much. Thank you. You're such a, you're such a great guy. And I've gotten to know you personally, you know, over the past year. And you're just as wonderful in real life as you are on the air. No. Is sex music? Yes, it is. Sorry. Oh, my God. 
Oh, Karen. I just want to say I I think that you are super brave and strong. I think picking up and moving to a city where you don't know anybody is amazing. And I think good for you, honey. Congratulations. And I wish Thank you, you I wish you both all the happiness and and I also, you know, Joe, I hope that West Michigan embraces you back um, as much as they did. Uh, she probably knows you. Her dad used to run the uh, radio stations around here. I'll oh. tell you off the air. Oh, okay. I want to hear the details yeah. on this. Okay. She's kind of so, connected. So, anyhow, we're just, our, our, our uh, mornings are definitely going to be lacking without the two of you. But, oh, um, thank you, Kara. I, I miss you guys so much. I can you know, guarantee you like this. Yeah, I can guarantee you this, Kara, okay? They'll be yeah. they'll be very solid with Joe. He seems like the real deal to me. And uh, Wendy's good on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Steve, tell her if she's good on the internet. You're good on the internet. You did a good job. Yeah, you do a Aw, thanks, guys. Yeah. You ready to get funky? Shaka Connie, let me W Shaka Connie. Shaka Connie, that's all I wanna do. Wake up.